Yo, yo, what's up? This is Derek. We got Sharice here preparing for our weekend weekly Q&A uh, off our page, Barry Africa. I want to thank everybody for listening. If, uh, you know, as you're coming to this podcast, if you want to go past all the BS that, you know, I tend to utter out of my mouth, uh, go about five minutes into the podcast and that's when we'll be starting the live feed in the, on the page. If you have not subscribed to this podcast, please, please do. Subscribe up on Podbean or, you know, uh, iTunes. We have yet to get on Spotify. Spotify is a pain in the bottom. And so right now the transition from Podbean to Spotify is kind of difficult unless we're paying out our ass. That's just how it goes. Same thing with Facebook and not being able to, you know, have a lot of engagement, not have a big reach because of the fact that we're not paying any money. So, again, very low budget podcast here. So please subscribe up on Podbean. Or Apple, uh, iTunes, I'd really appreciate it. Um, let's see what you got here, Sharice. Open. Oops. So, I did want to make a quick... Um, let me set it up. Uh, a quick remark on today's video. I did a video today about mental health. Um, so this is going to be open Q&A, but it's going to be very, um, it's going to be a very, you know, open, open heart um, podcast. So uh, just bear in mind that um, we are not here to make friends. We are here to change lives. Um, so feel free to comment below what's on your mind. Four podcast listeners only before we start this live feed on the page. Because um, you are near and dear to our heart. What's up? I did it in the group, not in the page. Ha, nice. <laughs> so, uh, for podcast listeners, um, please comment below that you subscribed to the podcast. Um, post your comment below. Whatever's on your mind. You know, trash me. Talk shit to me. Whatever. I know me uh, exposing myself and my mental health issues um, in public today um, is giving our critics and our haters um, something to be fueled with, which is okay. Um, if you want to trash me, you want to compliment what we're doing, comment below and we will hook you up with an ebook. Um, one commenter will receive a personalized program from us that is a $25 value. Um, also, go to Patreon. P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash bariatrica underscore LLC. That is our coaching platform where uh, you can get a great, you can get some great support from me and Sharice, uh, my accountability program. You get free free uh, digital downloads. Being part of that program, I'm being part of the Patreon. And... Um, just a, a whole bunch of different really great things that we provide for our clients. If you need a nutritionist, I know a nutritionist cost the, how much is it for a copay for a nutritionist? It varies. You, you, ours, I can tell you right now, 50 bucks. 50 bucks. $50 for a copay. And that's per visit. Well, you know what? Our plans start out at five bucks. Let's kick some ass together. Comment below. Love you guys very much. We're getting ready to start the feed. Um, let's 
sitting on my butt for too long. It's painful. Here we go. <clears throat> What's up, Derek? Sharice. We are the Bariatric Badass Podcast. We are going to be doing a Q&A tonight. We're recording for the... Notification that we started a live feed. We're going to be recording for the Bariatric Badass Podcast. So if you aren't able to watch this in its entirety, we will be posting it to um, the podcast, Podbean. And we'll be, of course, launching that um, later this evening. Uh, later tonight, not this evening. Um, wherever you are, I hope you're warm. The United States is getting brutally attacked by Mother Nature as we speak. Utah is taking a slow time to get attacked, and we're so dumping a lot of snow out here. Um, getting pretty frigid. We do have about 40, what, 41 questions or so? Um, yeah, 41. Well, give or take. Can you share that into... Yeah, the, that's what I was getting ready to do. I'm chilling. Doing what we love. Drinking my kava. In my lucky Homer Christmas cup. Be jelly. Um, <clears throat> if you have never tried kava... I suggest you try it. It's good stuff. It is a tea that is found um, in the Pacific Islands. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, of course. That's um, it's, it's, it's a Polynesian tea. It was introduced to me by uh, at a smoke shop that I go to um, to get my kratom from. Good stuff. If you are struggling with transfer addiction with alcohol and you need something to replace that, Facebook, please don't catch that on the algorithm. Take it down. For those of you who uh, were part of my live feed today when I was talking about mental health, um, thank you for your positive feedback. It meant a lot. When it comes to... Okay, in my opinion, being a content creator is a dirty business. It really, really is. You have creators who are there to make money and manipulate people, and they're good at it. They make a business out of it. Um, I could name a few, but I'm not going to. Uh, they use these apps that are sometimes free to download to produce these ridiculous, insanely realistic you know, views of somebody. Um, I mean, we could use... Sharice has an app on our computer right now that she could pull up and make me look like Arnold. Mm. I'd, be, I'd be slow, yeah. Yeah. Um. Mm. I have the full Adobe Creative Suite, so. Yeah. So, no, that's not how we want to work, okay? No. I believe, in my opinion, especially in this day and age, um, my influence, not only in the entire bariatric community, but in the bariatric universe, is, you know, it's a, it's a great privilege that we have been given to do this and I would hope that people who view the realism behind what we're doing will give you the courage to either reach out to us so we can help each other or you can reach out to somebody and help yourself or inspire you you know to show somebody else that hey you know what it's okay to talk about mental health if you're a male which is only about two percent of our following if you're a male it's okay. I cried on video today. It's not the first time I've done it. It's okay to be vulnerable. And it's okay to say, hey, I need help. I'm getting emotional. Let's get started. Okay. All right. Drop your questions below. Uh, yeah. 
Let's go. Okay. First first one. Uh, the stress in, the stress in my life is I crave sweet and lose motivation. Uh, so stress in my life is I crave sweet and lose motivation, but I fight both every day. What's your take on that? First, the sweet... Okay. So sweet cravings could be a multitude of things, unfortunately. Depends on what you're craving exactly, sweet-wise. Um, there are certain things that if you're sweet at craving them more than others, like, for example, if you're craving, like, chocolate, say you're craving chocolate, could be a deficiency, like a magnesium deficiency. Um, first, I would have vitamin and uh, your vitamin levels checked. Check, have that, vitamins, minerals. Make sure those are fine. Then I would look into doing but we oh, like a detox yeah. um basically the basic function of a detox is to basically eliminate any type of processed sugars because those are the ones that cause um they cause the addiction they not the addiction per se but they cause you to crave them because of the way they are made and just make sure you're getting hydration at, yeah. you want to take the motivation? Yeah, okay, so I'm going to cover the question real quick. So, Sharissa obviously did a great job at covering it from a the, the science behind why you may be mentally addicted to it. But one thing I want to, like, be real about is the fact that we will struggle every single day. Nobody's perfect. We all struggle. If I was to come out and say, oh, well, I... I'm a bariatric badass. You know, I am the bariatric badass. So, gee, I never struggle. would be a complete lie. My advice to you, Nikki, and whoever is listening to this, whoever might be having the same problem, is to reevaluate your perspective every single moment of the day that you have. Every time you have a moment of silence to yourself where you have the madness, the, the gears running in your head where everything's going crazy, especially this time of year. I mean, is the pandemic going away? Is it going to stay? Is the variant going to cause us to, you know, go through the same bullshit through 2021 again? Reevaluate what's going on in your life. Reevaluate how you look at life. Get some self-awareness and think about, you know, why am I craving this? Why am I letting the stress in my life affect me why is the stress there in the first place maybe you need to talk to somebody send me a dm i'll, I'll, I'll help you out okay um let's keep going amy this week uh it's food guilt even though i know i'm not really off track and food is fuel that is correct i always feel like i'm doing something wrong because i'm basically stalled since november I've lost five pounds. It's such a head game and the fear of failure as well. Sharice, talk about stalls. Stalls are normal. In the first year, first up to 18 to 24 months, you're going to stall at least three times. And the reason being is it's your body's way of adjusting. So what happens is, is as you lose the weight, you're also, you're losing, you are losing body fat as you're losing that weight. And our hormones are stored in the body fat. So what happens is, is as you lose it, it causes them to go nuts. So you're, it's going to stall. I'm going to say that sometimes the slower you lose, sometimes it's better. Absolutely. And it will finish. Why is it better? 
stalls do not happen as frequently. Um, some of the clients I've worked with, I've had a few that have been that the, their problem, the reason they came to us was because they are slow losers. And one of the things we make sure and ask is, well, how, how's your, how's the progress been? How are you losing weight each month? Are you losing weight each week? And we have them track this to see what it's at. While they're only losing small, small amounts each week, maybe a pound or two each week, the one thing in common with all of them is they have not had a stall. The reason that is, is because the slower you lose, it doesn't throw your body into a big commotion basically and cause you to stall so your body can adjust. It does it as a, you're losing weight. Also, one thing I want to touch on that real quick, Amy, is um, if you have food... <laughs> Shit. All right, podcast listeners, we have connection issues. We're going to pause for a sec. Ba, 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 ba. It's still up. All right. See, from time and time again, uh, our Facebook will struggle with connections. Mm. Um, of course, we have one, two, three, four, five, six different devices in the house. Seven different devices in the house um, on Wi-Fi. We're back! <laughs> <laughs> now that we start what we were talking about, hopefully we didn't miss much because we were paying attention. But, again, Amy, if you have food guilt, um, we need to talk. We need to find out why you're feeling guilty about eating the food that you're eating. We need to fix this pretty quick. Um, another that, you know, again, my, my personal belief on stalls is... If, like myself, I was a fast loser, man. I lost 230 in, like, two years. Went off really quick. Um, but I, I really didn't give myself an opportunity to learn about this new journey. You know, if you're stalling, yes, it's frustrating. And that's the last thing you would want to, to, to see or you would want to feel is the fact that, well, I had weight loss surgery. I spent X amount of dollars on a surgery to help myself lose weight and it's not working. What we're trying to help people understand is the fact that while yes, the science behind weight loss surgery is you're going to lose the weight regardless of how you feel about it. So instead of being frustrated that you're losing slow, give yourself the opportunity to learn about your new journey. Research, research, join a great support program bariatricbadass.com. We can help you out with that. Let's keep going. Margaret Clemens, long-time follower, depression, anxiety. I have zero support from my family and being judged by people at my workplace for having weight loss surgery. So, and so okay. So when it comes to your mental, in my opinion, what when it comes to your mental health, one thing you need to remember is it's normal. You know, especially... In this day and age, we're going to have depression. You're going to be upset. Um, bariatric patients in general or humans in general have endured a lot. And we have this perspective of perfection when having this surgery. I mean, when I was getting ready to have my surgery, but before I had my surgery, I was like, nah, nah, I can do it. I have that's the easy way out. I don't want to do it. But when I had the surgery, I remember clear as day, the moment I had the surgery, the moment I woke up, me and Sharice walked around the hallways with my little, my little Ivy bag stand, 
just motivated. That fire inside me. I, I'm looking for that fire to come back. And I still haven't really found it yet. But <laughs> nonetheless, you know, I had this idea that it was going to be a new and everything was going to be great. And that's not the case. So that's one thing you got to take into perspective. That, again, it's same with Amy's question. You need to re- reevaluate your thought process. The best way to do that is to stop and be self-aware and realize, you know, you really can't change the things that you can't control and you shouldn't stress about them either. I know it's hard to, um, hard to admit, but as far as your family is concerned, being judged by your family and, you know, as same was with your workplace, you need to plant your foot down very important that you take control of your environment and you let them know if you don't support me goodbye this is what i want to be this is who i want to become this is what i'm going through oh you took the easy way out well if a gun was pointed at your head and you were given the choice to either go that way or go that way that way's easy that way's difficult they would take the easy way they usually shut them up. And as far as work is concerned, just ignore people at your work. <laughs> That's what I do. I, I have one of my uh, old supervisors tell me, well, you cheated, didn't you? I'm like, well, you know, cheating is better than doing nothing, and he is morbidly obese, so it is what it is. <sighs> Penny, um, scale is slowly going the wrong way. Getting myself to be accountable to fix my path. Again, you're answering your own question. Um, so, that, you know, that's going to happen up and down of the scale especially when you feel like you need to fix your path you need to contact us see if we can help you fix your path uh for me it's not getting enough water it's a daily battle water just tastes bad and i can't stand anything sweet so crystal light type of products don't work when i don't get enough water i end up with a week of vomiting, it leaves me exhausted. I've been there. Oh, I have been there. Dehydration for a bariatric patient sucks. So, and this is going to be hard to hear, but you need to stop consuming food and liquids for flavor. I, I remember saying this once uh, in a group that wasn't mine, um, and they're like, "Well, we celebrate. We use food to celebrate." Well, that's your. This puts you where you're at. Plain and simple. Water, they don't call water the elixir of life for nothing. So you need to keep that in mind. You need to keep on keep on sipping, keep on measuring your sips, keep on working on getting the you know the acquired amount of liquids in your body to keep you alive. Um, being dehydrated will leave you exhausted and drained. So you know your focus right now. Don't and I I, I don't the, the, the baby step concept of people wanting to take baby steps. Well, yeah, and it's okay to take baby steps. But if I have a goal, if Derek has a goal, and whatever that goal may be, if I walk slowly to it, my effort that I'm going to put into it from day to day, so my goal in life is to get my body fat down before below 10%, and I'm going to get there. It's going to be a lot of work. If I take baby steps to get to where that is, my effort that I'm putting forward to it day to day, because your your motivation will change every single day. 
you'll wake up in the morning, yeah, okay, well, I, I don't even want to take any steps today. So I'm only taking baby steps. So no, take big steps. Take badass steps. Set your dreams big and chase them. One example of that is, say you wake up in the morning and you don't feel like, so you don't, you're supposed to go to the gym and you don't feel like it. Do it anyways. You'll thank yourself afterwards. That's a great way to measure. It's a great way to measure your progress. It mm-hmm. really is. If you are close, if you're not, if the scale's not moving, if uh, your clothes still fit the same, if you don't see any type of difference in your body, five days at the gym, that's progress. So the reason I was pointing at him is Oops. he's had to do it on me. He actually just recently. That's right. Um, as you might, some may or may not know, and if you're new to following us, you don't know about this. I'm back in school for exercise science and kinesiology. Uh, kinesiology, for those that don't know, is the study of your movement, your overall movement. I got behind on some things. So normally what I do is get the kids up. I get the first kid up that has to be on the bus at 645 in the morning. Um, before th- I'm usually up with him first. So what, 4.30? 4.30. From when he goes to work to when I get the first kid up, I work on homework. Then I get the, him ready to get onto the bus. It's our oldest. And then I work on homework some more until I have to get the other two up for school. Get them around, get out the door, get them to school. Then I go straight to the gym. That's how I usually do it. Well, I got behind thinking I couldn't take any time out. And unfortunately, it left me more frustrated with school because I wasn't getting that time to make it so I would, it, I just refocused, had to refocus. Yeah, so uh, again, your motivation is going to be fleeting. You just mm-hmm. got to push and push, push. There'll be days we don't want to do it. But still, you know, you got to remember, life isn't about ease, plain and simple. Uh, Samantha says, I struggle with not eating until I am hungry. The winter always depressing me and I eat too much. So, okay. So, the way, all right. Samantha, see that beautiful smile of mine? Your not eating is going to cause you a significant amount of health problems if you do not try to adjust and fix this problem. Um, while people are going to tell you, yeah, don't eat until you're hungry. It's bullshit, okay? If you are doing that, you are depriving your body of the amount of nutrients that your body needs. Being bariatric, our bodies starve for nutrients more than you know a, someone who's not bariatric. Because somebody who's not bariatric can eat and it won't affect them like it will affect us because we'll, you know, we'll get bloated or we'll get full fast. My advice to you, meal prep, small portions, kick ass. Winter always depressing me. I, you know what? That's a seasonal Yeah, thing. that's seasonal depression. Um, that has, uh, look into having your vitamin D look at because that uh, low vitamin D count can, ca- can cause that. AKA lack of sunshine. Yes. So, but... I think the winter's beautiful. I don't like the cold weather, but I believe it's beautiful. Um, stalls, we already talked about stalls. Um, 
losing motivation to work out normal, 100% normal. Um, I don't always feel motivated to work out, but I do it. I do it eventually, you know, but through my journey, you know, I've taken long breaks to where I like, what am I going to do? Looking for my fitness, looking for my fitness. Even this year, I'm like, where's my fitness? Where's my fitness? Go. We got kids trying to get our room. So, uh, got to push. Really got to push for that. Looking for that motivation to work out. Uh, I would like advise you to stop calling it workout. It's training. Okay. Nobody likes to work, but we all want to train to be, you know, better than we were yesterday. Um, sweets, especially chocolate. I've tried many recipes that I've found on Facebook, bariatric groups, or Pinterest, and they've been great. Um, I can't really say that's entirely a, you know, a problem. You know, being, when it comes to being human and craving something sweet, there's a lot of things out there that you can consume that are sweet tasting. Um, I'm a little thrown off that Sharice isn't in here. <laughs> but I'm going to keep going anyway. Um, <clears throat> one thing that you got to remember when it comes to eating. Um, so if you guys were to see what I eat from week to week to week, you'd be like, oh, how does he eat that? He's bariatric. He can't eat that. Well, guess what? I do. I earn the foods. I earn the cheat meals that I'm eating. Now, they're not these crazy cheat meals like you see The Rock doing, like these pizzas and pancakes. cheeseburgers and pancakes, but you know, it's still slider foods. Very small amounts of slider foods that are um, you hear my dog outside. Anyway, let's keep going. Um, not enough water in cheat days. Cheat days. We already talked about water. Cheat days. Earn it. Earn that cheat day. If you want a cheat day, you need to earn it. Still 128 pounds down. Um, but I'm having more cheat days than I need to. You've assessed your problem already. You know you're having a problem. Um, which is important because you identify what you're doing wrong. And so now all you got to do is create a plan and um, engage in attacking that plan. Eating too fast, I can't tell if I'm full or just uncomfortable. Eating way too fast and drinking enough water. My arms look like they're drying up runes. Yeah, it's part of the journey. It is part of the journey uh, as far as eating too fast. Do they Comment below if you guys, uh, your ideas on what you do when you're eating too fast. I've heard everything from Counts. timers, yeah. counting your chewing, um... And then when it comes to you not being able to tell if you're full or not, um, setting a timer for a time a specific time limit sometimes works as well. Like giving yourself a specific time frame to eat. Um, also, if you start to get those feelings, stop there. Mm -hmm. uh, Melissa Cook says new meal prep ideas to not get bored. Also, making making a commitment to work out. Uh, new new meal prep ideas bariatricbadass.com Sharice has a lot of different books that will help you learn about the, not only the food you're eating but how to meal prep as a bariatric patient 
meal prepping, and this is, we already did a video about this about two years ago. When people are going into these bariatric groups and they have this crazy meal prep, they meal prep all this food. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I know. You know who I'm talking about, yes. too. You meal prep all these food, and it looks great on screen. It's manipulating the viewer. It's exactly what it's doing. So when you go into a group and you see, when I post my meal prep, it's like two dishes. That's it. It's two dishes for two reasons. One, I had weight loss surgery. I'm R and Y. My stomach is about, eh, about that big around. And I like my food fresh. You know, my advice to you is you need to put in the work if you want to make progress with this because fresh food is important. Plus, the way we work as bariatric patients is sometimes food will work for us. Sometimes it won't. So if you spend $100 to create a week's worth of food, you take it, you bag it up, or you, you box it up, or prep it up, and you put it in your freezer, and then halfway through the week, oh, I don't feel like eating chicken because it's not sitting well because I ate chicken yesterday, or I ate steak yesterday, or I ate tofu yesterday, but I'm not feeling well. And I'll just stop and get something. That is a problem with preparing in you know weeks, a week in advance. We do it once a day. That's it. But it, it takes work. And sometimes you have to adjust depending on your how your schedule fits. If instead of like doing it a week, do it like three days. Um, depending on how much I make will depend on how many days in advance it is. Okay. Uh, Francesca says the scale isn't moving and I'm hungry. Uh, friend Francesca, I hope I didn't slaughter your name. But um, the scale might need to be moving because... You're in a stall. And we already talked about that. And you're hungry. It might be head hunger. It's something you need to address the head hunger issue. Um, also, to, also um, without more info, it's also going to depend on when that hunger is exactly hitting. Um, if it's hitting more towards the end of the day, that is like your body is depleted, which is why you're hungry. Especially if you're feeling it after you are, have worked out. Pam has said uh, puking. You need to see a doctor. You need to call your surgeon immediately. Um, he, you, first month, was it? Yeah. Started puking for no reason. Um, after he would eat and it would it happened, he couldn't eat. Come to find out it was um, a stricture, called a stricture. So it's this is something you need to talk to your doctor about. Let's see. We go through some of these questions that we've already answered. Um, regaining motivation. Stop worrying about motivation. It's drive that you want. Motivation is fleeting. I can motivate you. Boom. Sometimes my my tweets that I post on my on a page is motivating. Well, it only lasts for a moment. Drive is what you need. You, you don't. You can't be taught drive. You can't be given the key to be driven. You have gotta find that within yourself. And you. Best way to find it is to not give up looking for it. Um, to forever step, to forever step. How do I stop losing without gain, Therese? This is what's called your maintenance. You want to go into what your maintenance phase is. Now I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell everyone something about the maintenance. The maintenance is going to be a lot more calories than you're going to realize. Your what happens is is to stop the weight loss. But 
to prevent weight gain, you have to be at a level where you're evenly burning as much calories as day to day. So depending on where your calories are right now, whether you're losing, you need to start upping that. Uh, start upping it in like 250 calories. Up it by 250 calories. See if that stops your weight. If that stops your weight, that's where you need to be calorie range. If that doesn't and you're still losing, it means you need to go up some more. Just keep going up little by little just to see where you are. That's the simplest way to uh, fig uh, figure that out. The other is one other way, and we, we do things like this for our clients. Um, we do, it's basically we figure out what's your resting metabolic rate yeah. is. Because with that there, that's how much calories you're burning at the date, like just sitting like this. Mm. That's how many calories you burn. With That's without exercise. Okay, late night snacking and feeling hungry a lot now. So, again, my technique with late night stacking is pretty simple. Do that. This is one of these are by the bed at all times. If I get up in the middle of the night, it doesn't matter what I'm doing, I chug the water. You chug the water. If my zombie bariatric ass walks out to the kitchen and tries to eat, guess what's in my stomach and prevents me from eating? Exactly. Huh. Uh, let's see where we keep going. My back is killing me. Um, heartburn. You need to call your surgeon. That heartburn long term can be a bad thing. It can cause problems. It can cause ulcers. You know that. Also depends on the type of surgery you had as well. And Ashley said, post-surgical changes of sleeve, gastroconomy. I probably slaughtered that word. Guess. And high-grade obstruction of the proximal stomach. No evidence of a leak. That is not a question for Us. anybody but your surgeon. <laughs> that that is you need you need to call your doctor like first thing Monday morning. So. Um, yeah, because an obstruction. That's not good. Okay, uh, and the last question is, of course, motivating exercise that motivates you to be indoors. Or exercises that, are, that is motivating for indoors. So, first of all, you need the drive to exercise from indoors. Um, what works for us, of course, Utah really hasn't been hit with winter weather that badly until tonight. Um, but it's been semi-cold a little bit. Yoga? Yoga's good. Um... We don't have a yoga program yet. We're working on one. One thing that works for me is really obsessing over good nutrition. You obsess over your nutrition and you stay active in your house. I know you can only clean your house so many times, but if you continue, continue, continue to stay on your feet, to stay active, to... Like, me and Sharice are sitting on this bed. We're on our bed right now. All right. One thing that is bad, not only for our posture, but for our metabolic rate, is slouching. Our slouching. The body is taking energy away from that metabolic rate and slowing it down. Having an active metabolism is very important in order for you, you know, to you know, lose weight without having to worry about uh, unnatural means. 
But if you force yourself to sit up straight, and as I tell our clients that work jobs that when you're sitting down and they can't exercise and they can't move around, keep your back straight. If you're a truck driver, we have a truck driving client. Keep your back straight. Force yourself to have a stick up your ass, basically. And it helps. I've driven forklift for the last 15 years. You ask the guys that I work with, Derek looks like he's got a stick up his ass. Well, other than the fact that I, that impact of my spine hitting small pieces of wood at work, me forcing myself to sit up is causing my body to uh, basically produce more effort and to keep that metabolic rate up. That's it for now. Um, very short Q&A. Thank you, everybody, for watching. Thank you again for everybody for all the positive feedback for my uh, my little um, ex expose video today. Let's talk about my mental health. Again, um, I do that purely to save myself. You know, it's very medicinal for me to get on video and talk about my problems. You know, I, I, it gives my critics and my haters fuel. You know, to talk shit in their little private groups about me. Blindly. But it also, you know, provides a platform for people who, you know, care about me and respect what we're doing. That it's okay to be vulnerable. So again, we will be putting the podcast podcast up here shortly. Um, thank you guys. Every, again, if you have any questions when you're watching this, put them below and we'll answer them as we see them. Love you. Okay, that's it for the podcast. Please comment below. Subscribe up on Apple. Please post that, my dear. Yep, HD, HD. Post it in HD, high definition. Please subscribe up. Would love, would love, would love for you to subscribe up on Podbean or uh, Apple, of course, as we become a little bit more high, more uh, able to get on Spotify, since they're a pain in the butt, we will. Thank you very much. Peace out.